TK Kirkland show. Yeah. Pay attention, really listen, I hope you understand. Execute your vision, go and get it, be a man. Save your money, motherfucker, for another day. We got the book and the album on the fucking way. This generation is full of hate. Always wearing what the next man making. They never want to see the next man making. 2018, let's have a gangster conversation. Like how to treat a woman. Take care of your kids. Gotta take responsibility for what you did. I do it to inspire. Take your mind a little higher. Like her name on a degree. Not her name on a flyer. Yeah, boss moves. We just doing what a boss do. We all now and we off you. It's true. The TK Kirkland Show. He to the motherfucking K. How's it going? Uh, everything is good, fam. We just had a great show last night out here in Cleveland and just had a little breakfast and just going through my notes and so let me give this brother a call. Try to get back in touch with people, you know, I've been celebrating, you know, I had the got the number two album in the country on Billboard and number one on iTunes, so it's a great week. Congratulations. I I got it I actually uh, got it on my uh I downloaded it on at my Apple Music too. Now what did you think of Gangster Conversation? Just curious. I liked it. Yeah, did you is there anything you didn't like? No, because I, I feel like you were like for me being like Someone who's like in touch with the like the, the street culture. You like you just talk to the, the, the universal language. I feel like it's right, amazing. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was really a, a, a album to really get in your gut, make you laugh. Like you think it wasn't like the album who raised you, where it was joke after joke after joke. Yeah, gangster conversation was more laugh and thinking. Yeah, yeah, like like. Like Charlemagne says, you like the you like the you like the street you like the street psychiatrist. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my man. That's definitely my man. So now I'm reading your. I I, I said it wrong. Up. Yeah. I'm sorry, so this is this is this is what it is like. My no, 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 let me get it out first. Let me get it out first. I'm sorry. I read your thing in my DM, and you're saying that you don't mind taking care of your. Your girl and, and doing right for her, but the problem that you have is her saying thank you. Yeah, explain that. So I feel like because I'm not I'm not in a relationship, so I'm like going on dates with girls, and like I'm buying like I don't mind paying for like everything. I I I think that's what, what I should do, but right like there should be like some sort of like I don't know. I feel like they should like kind of express some sort of gratitude. I totally agree, fam. I don't think like I didn't think I was like I was asking. I was like, I don't, am, I, am I being like in my feelings with that? But I figured I felt like, I felt like you would like have the the, the right answer. To All right. Well, one thing I've learned in life is you you have to meet the people that you want to be around, right? Uh-huh. Well, normally when you meet somebody, you don't know who they are. That's what that's why you have to date. That's why you date. You get to know the person, et cetera. And when you get to know that person and you just dating, is that your girlfriend, is that your wife, guess what? You don't have to see that person no more. That's because true. Because they didn't live up to your standards and how you feel you should be respected. Because at the end of the day, when a man is spending paper, right, you still have to be respected because there are some women out here in the world that feel entitled. That's this what I was thinking. Yeah. Right, you think this is what you're supposed to do now? I got a, ba- I got an ex baby mama. 
Mm-hmm. This is years ago. I'm paying the bills. I'm buying brand new cars. We out of the country on private boats and jet skis. And I remember telling her, Ma, your daughter doesn't say thank you. And we're on the boat, and we're down in the cabin. And she said, I heard what you say. You said to my mom, but why should I have to say thank you for something you're supposed to do? And I wanted to throw that bitch off the boat and kill him <laughs> off because I felt like it was the most uh, under-demanding thing a man can hear when you're out here trying to do the right thing because a lot of women don't look in the mirror and say, why did this guy do this to me? Why did this happen? And, and, and sometimes they never figure it out until years later. Yeah. And, like, for me, like, you're doing big boy shit, but, like, for me, I'm doing, like, dinners and stuff like that. So I'm like, if it gets, like, serious, it's going to be, like, more serious, bigger things that would be bad about for not, her not saying Well, here's the thing. There's never really no big boy shit. A meal is a meal. I don't give a fuck you eat at McDonald's. You uh. eat you feel me? You're eating. I don't give a fuck you're eating a steak at Ruth Chris. You're eating. It's just that the bill is more expensive. And no matter if you always want something in your life, right, that they appreciate the smallest things. And I've been through all stages of my life, right? I've been uh-huh. that nigga to take care of everybody. And then you find out you meet women like that that don't appreciate. And then I remember the time I wanted to meet a female who didn't have her shit together. Uh-huh. I wanted to meet a female that was about to get evicted. Car that was due. Um, she couldn't take care of kids because I wanted to feel needed in mm-hmm. a sense. So yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to meet that kind of girl because I know she appreciated nigga. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I, I need a need a motherfucker that'll help me pay my bills. Like I'll take care of the kids, bitch. I take care of you. And if you and you got an ex boyfriend, I take care of that nigga too. Like that's how my mindset <laughs> was, right? But then as you go through that stage and that burns you out. You look for someone that's equally yoked. Yeah. You look for someone that can balance the game because even though you, sometimes you feel like you want to be that man that'll take care of all those females' bills, take care of kids and all that, it can wear you the F out. Yeah. It can wear you the fuck out. And then now... You're not looking at her the same after a while. Now she's more of a liability yeah. more than an asset. And this is how I'm glad you called because I've been through these stages that you're talking about. And I try, I try to give the best advice I can and brutally honest to um, people who hit me on my D on my Instagram and tell me their situation. So you pretty much have to go through your life experiences, but... I don't want you to have to go through the things I've gone through. So the thing that you do is you date, and if you don't feel them, that's it. You ain't got to talk to them no more. Yeah. The great thing you guys got in your generation is you can block a motherfucker so you leave. That's true. <laughs> I definitely do that. You know, you don't, you, you don't get caught back in the phone because, you know, sometimes you don't like someone. They call you the next thing just the way they sound or the way they talk make you want to give the motherfucker another shot. Uh, I'll tell you a story once. Back in 2014, I took this girl to eat in um, Manhattan Beach, California. And I was going through a crisis at that time. And what went down was uh, we went to Houston's restaurant. 
And I ordered some spinach. Did you know you have the appetizers for you late? Now, I don't know if you ever ate had Houston's before, but it's one of the coldest restaurants. That's what America. I heard. All right? So the spinach dip is, like, on a whole nother level. But I had to take this call. It was, like, a life-death situation. So I went outside. I was talking about 20, 30 minutes, right? And when I came back, the bitch had ate all the motherfucking spinach dip. <laughs> Nigga, let me tell you something. Uh, now, it ain't like I couldn't order another one. Yeah, but the fact so was, how the fuck, how, how, how dare you be so fucking disrespectful that you ate all the motherfucking um, spinach dip and didn't leave half like a lady? That's what, that's what, see, what, that, those type of situations, they make things. It tells me that's going to translate to other situations. That's true. And she was like, oh, you can order another one. Nah, bitch. It ain't about me ordering another one. <laughs> it's about, you're supposed to, like, save that. Let me leave some for him because it shows that you're considerate. Yeah. See, when you're a man, you just want a female that's considerate. Exactly. I never called her again. And she was bad, too, dog. Oh, that bitch is fine. I'll never forget that. But once I block you out of your out of my mind, I got this this ability to to to, to block you so deep. I never met you. Yeah, some dudes, unfortunately, some dudes be like they fall in love with the the exterior and still deal with the bullshit. But you turn that shit, you shut that shit right off. Yeah, cut it right off. Well, my homie said it's the best, right? He said, "TK, I've known you my whole life, and you always kept a bad bitch breathing on you." Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Yo, the first cute bitch I met, I had to marry her." He said, "Cause look at me." He said, "Look at me. I, I, I ain't gonna get too many cute bitches." He said, "But you, since I've known you, you always had a bad bitch." But see, sometimes because a woman's bad. Don't mean she has the qualifications to match the beauty. Exactly. And that's where you have the problem. Because I flirt a lot, right? Uh I'll talk to you or whatever. Is it going to go somewhere? Maybe not. Because at the stage, I'm like, you know, I'm in my 50s. So a woman got to have a house. (laughs) Oh, thank you. A woman got to have a house. You got to have your shit together. You got to have a practice or some type of business going for me to really consider fucking with you. Because I can't really fuck with a girl that just because you got a fat ass and you're cute and you work at Walgreens. <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. No disrespect to people who work at Walgreens <laughs> and no disrespect to people who work regular jobs. It's just that I have grown in life. And yeah. I tell people all the time, as you get older, if your life doesn't get better mentally, spiritually, financially, right, you're doing something wrong. Now, also read in your thing that you have saved $40,000. You saved $40,000 and you're still single. Correct? Well, no, I, well, I have like 20000 Okay, now you know you have 40000 in my thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least you're being honest. Okay, go ahead. But, yeah, it's just like I, I don't settle and plus like I don't have a problem getting girls, so it's like I'm not gonna sell myself shit and I don't know. It's just it's, but I feel like people like since I'm in my thirties, people are like you should be getting married, but I'm like I'm not it's just not I'm not gonna settle for to conform to what's going on. I'm just not it's not time's not right. Yeah, you how old are you? Thirty five. Oh yeah, you're youngster, but you're on the right path though. 
Yeah. Did you see this fire out here in California? I heard. I'm looking at it now on the news. This is crazy. Is that, is that something you right? You stay in Vegas, right? I live in Vegas, but my um, kids live not too far from there. But they're okay, though. But, yeah, so you save the 20000 Yeah. And you second with, but you're on the right place. You're 35. And I kind of work in I work in finance. Okay, cool. So you don't have any children? No children. Oh, you winning, dog? Yeah. And oh, I, you winning. And I'm, and I'm 6'4". I, play, I used to play college football. So I, 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 get, I, get, I get a lot of attention, but I'm just selective on who gets my attention. And stay that way. You're 35. You should really... And see, the thing is, some people are like, oh, you should settle down. I don't believe a man should settle down until he's about 40, 45. But don't go too young. And let me tell you why. I've seen a lot of men who are paid, especially white men too, right? They get older. Their skin start looking crazy. <laughs> they get erectile dysfunction. They're not taking care of themselves. And you, you pick a girl that you love, she's young, now you get in your 60s, she's 42 or 45 or early 50s. She may not be looking at you the same. Uh, so now you you did all this for her, right? You took care of her mom. You put maybe you helped out one of her cousins. You did all these things, and as you get older, the bitch puts you in a home. Absolutely. And don't want to take care of you. That's some foul shit. That's what I'm saying. So you gotta always think about what if. Yeah. What if this man or what if this woman would do this to me? Because you know it's cold to be with someone in bed every day thinking that they love you, right? Every yeah. day. And somebody wake up one morning and say they don't love you no more. I don't get it. No, no, you got to remember this one thing. It's life. Yeah. See, people keep forgetting that it's life. People change. It's like the weather. It's like hurricanes, tornadoes. It changes. People change. And all you can do is be great that day. Be great and hope tomorrow be so great that day that the momentum rolls over to the next day. And the thing about it is you have to do that continuously every day if you're together for the rest of your life, for the rest of your life. It's like playing game seven in the NBA championship for the rest <laughs> of your life. Yeah. And what well, women was- sometimes forget is that they have to try to keep you, too. See, there's always the man chasing the female. Always the man got to do right by the female, right? But women need to understand, too, that you got to pass the ball, too, in a game seven. Like, you got to coach the, You got to coach your, 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 your center. Because the female is the point guard. Yep. She running the thing. So you're dishing it off to your man to keep him motivated, to keep him running up and down the court, and vice versa. Because we live in a world today that independence has started in the early 50s and has come back to bite relationships in the ass. 
because females do want to be independent, but with independence, they have man-like mentalities, right? They'll talk to a nigga any kind of way. They'll be disrespectful. You know, they'll yeah. get out the car and pump gas and let a nigga sit in the vehicle. They'll pick a nigga up in, in their car and go fuck a nigga in the alleyway or fuck him in a hotel. And the girl is at the counter with her credit card paying for the room. Like last night here in Cleveland, I heard one of the women go fuck this guy. He's an hour away. And I'm like, he can't meet you halfway? Oh, because he got to go to work in the morning. And I saw it. She was really excited about fucking this dude. But in my mind, I'm like, bitch, the man (laughs) is coming to you. But what do I know? It's a a different world out here now. And it's, it's such chaotic confusion because um, the men are still trying to figure it out and the women are still trying to figure it out. But my plan, and I'll stick by it, I tell people all the time, get your money right first before you stick your dick in these women and be nothing like you living in a set-bedroom spread, like you got a nice ride outside, like you got a a cold, a cold bank account because yeah. you sabotage yourself for the rest of your life, yo. Having a child and dating. Now imagine having a child and you got the wrong bitch. Yeah, that's why every day you wake up to that same reminder. For the rest of your, a game seven. For the rest of your motherfucking life. But this time you on the bench. You can't get in the game. So you frustrated <laughs> with the motherfucking coach. Because you can't play. <laughs> you can't play, yo. So when you can't play, you're frustrated. Yeah. So you got to stack that money. You got to. And once you stack the money, traveling. And ladies, too, learn to meet different men and women. Everybody fuck with people in their neighborhood or in their environment and never go outside of the world to experience life. Yeah, it's crazy. You got to experience life. This this shit is, this life shit, if you work hard, you can really take advantage of this opportunity. Like I was talking about it on stage. People say, oh, life's too short. I don't know. Who the fuck started that? I tell people all the time, life is long. Now, every time you say life is short, you take a year off your life, yo. Because words are powerful. And I always use this example about how powerful words are. I came up with Tupac, Biggie, and Puffy, and Jay-Z. This dude's in the 90s, right? Uh Now, Puff always, um, Biggie always talked about dying. And Tupac always talked about dying in their songs. Yep. And they did. Jay-Z and Puff talked about bitches and money. And them niggas got bitches and money. (laughs) So the power of the tongue is a very, very powerful thing when it comes out of your mouth. So that's why you got to think before you speak and train your mindset to be positive mm-hmm. and understand the direction of your life, in your life. 
It's so important, y'all. Yeah. So then what are your goals? What are you what are, what are you trying to achieve down the line? Uh I'm always I'm I'm just hungry I'm like hungry trying to like just better myself. I feel like every day is a day to grow as a person. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to you know I'm always, I always have in my head eventually like I'm preparing my mom's gonna retire in a couple of years and I'm preparing myself too to be able to take care of her or if she needs to move like just kind of do that type of stuff too. So I'm just I don't know, I'm more focused on my family more than anything and like I feel blessed to know a brother like you. And I'm saying to you why. There's so many young men and women. It's a it's an alarming rate too. You do your research on it. It's an alarming rate that kids are not taking care of their parents no more. Mm-hmm. They putting them away. They putting them away, yo. That's a, that's a damn shame. And not taking care of your, your mom. Now, also it's the mom and dad too. Not preparing the kids to take care of them. Because of how you raise them. If you raise your kids right, hopefully they'll know they have to take care of mom and dad. Yeah. But then as a dad, like with me, I'm not depending on my damn kids to take care of me when I get old. <laughs> yeah. And I've got that from my mom. My mom died young. But her whole thing, she used to say all the time, I'm not depending on none of you motherfuckers to take care of me. That's what she used to say to me, to me and my brothers. I ain't depending on none of y'all, and I'll never get that. And my kids are awesome. Yeah. I'm not depending on them. And if they do put my ass in a home, they'll, they'll, become, they'll have to come back in a week to get me because they'll go home or call them and say, can you come get your father? He's fucking everybody. I'm fucking receptionist. I'm fucking them old bitches on the ninth floor. <laughs> like, cause I'm gonna be that, I'm gonna be that super sugar daddy, nigga. I'm gonna believe it. Pampers and shit. I'm gonna bring pampers <laughs> to them hoes. <laughs> some warm milk. <laughs> you know, some heat pads and shit. <laughs> and I can see them all in the lobby congregating, congregating up on me. Cause I'm, we need to speak to you, Mr. Kirk, cause that's what they gonna call me. <laughs> Mr. Kirk, we need to speak to you. And I'm checking these old bitches. Bitch. Don't you got heat and pads? Bitch, don't you? You, you Stacy, don't you got Ben Gayho? And <laughs> Kathy, didn't I pay for your dental work? <laughs> and Stephanie, didn't I get you the ultimate wheelchair? <laughs> Bitch, you ain't had that wheelchair when I saw it. We all got to get along in here. <laughs> 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 we all got to get along because people will always want me to settle down. Like, hey, hey, you should settle down. We don't want you to die in the house by yourself, you know. And I tell people all the time, like, nigga, I got Ziploc snacks <laughs> all on the floor in my home. So if I fall down the steps, right, I can crawl to the snacks and eat raisins and peanuts and sit <laughs> one of my kids by me and sit. <laughs> I think Man, people you... like go ahead. Okay. No, go ahead. I think people have a I think like relationship wise, I think people have a screwed up mentality. Maybe maybe I'm I'm open for correction, but like my thing is like if I'm gonna be with someone I feel like I need to be someone that like I don't believe in the better half. I feel like you're you're both holes and you have to complement each other. I feel like people I agree. rely on another person and that's not how it should be. Right. And that comes with time. That's yeah. the great thing about dating young 
and traveling and getting to know people because you want to date different people to build up a knowledge of life, right? Because everybody you fuck with should be able to teach you something. Exactly. And you take a little from that person, a little from that person, a little from that person, and in your mind you're building up this awesome catalog of knowledge, of behavior. Yeah. You know, some woman or some man could teach you about finance. Some men or women could teach you about etiquette. Some women and men could teach you about staying in shape, um, going to the doctor, getting checked out. Some men and women teach you how to be a better parent. Some men and women teach you how to control your emotions because you got some people out there that could bring the bad out of you, the worst out of you. I agree. You know, everybody got that one person that's their kryptonite. No matter how smooth you are, no matter how many bitches you had or ladies, no matter how fine you are, and you say a nigga can never get to you, if you stay out there long enough and you date, keep dating, keep dating, sooner or later you meet that motherfucker that will knock you off your racker. Yeah. And you go, damn, what the fuck is going on? You know, you go, what the fuck? And that motherfucker have you staying up all night. You can't sleep. You're on the phone. Bitch, where the fuck you at? I think he's downstairs in the laundry room. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you got bitches that'll call you and say, oh, where are you? Bitch, I just left the house 20 minutes ago. <laughs> you know, are you out there calling your other hoes? Will you stop questioning me about these other bitches? Remember, game seven every day for the rest of your life when you got that one you want to commit to. You got to play hard. Yeah. Game seven for the rest of your life. That's why your money got to be right so you take strain off the female. You want to make sure she, you motivate her to to finish her degree, to get a better job. Yeah. So, because you want the best for it. Just in case it doesn't work out between y'all, guess what? She won, you won. Exactly. Everybody got something out of life. I've seen women give up their dreams for a nigga. Like, I know this one girl out of Detroit. She um, got a baby from another dude. They're going through child custody. She just had a, a three-month-old or three-year-old with this other guy because she's having problems with this dude. The dude want to leave her, but she was a surgeon and all that. She gave up her whole life for him. Now he want to leave her. Wow. I told her, I said, you're young. I said, you're a young girl. I think she's like 30-something. I said, if you trust in me, believe me, in 20 years, you'll have it together. A lot of people think 20 years is forever, right? Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so long. But that's what it really takes sometimes to be successful. Mentally and spiritually, you wanna you wanna take that twenty years and know that some everybody success is not overnight. Mm-hmm. Like people hear me, oh, I want to be just like you in this entertainment business. Well, put thirty four years in. Well, go through. 
Yo, I didn't have the success like the, the yeah. Tuckers and the Jamie Foxes. I've seen all of them stuff. Them niggas doing comedy like four years and blew up. And what I'm doing over the next 20 years is really putting the catalog together. Because I, I, I already know what's going to happen with my life. I'm going to be one of them rock stars after I transcend to the other world. And people hear the knowledge I dropped on these albums and how you can go listen to T.K. Kirkland because he truly left a message behind. And that's important to me now. When I dropped the specials, when I dropped the books, you know, because the books supposed to come out, but when I have been busy, but after I did this for a particular deal, I'll be able to do the books I'm going to do every two years. You know, like one book is called Who Raised You Up? I'm not going to do that anymore. So one of this book that I'm working on now is actually called I Apologize. And I Apologize is about a book about men and women who are here playing around, fucking each other. And we wind up having the wrong mother or wrong father to raise our kids because we didn't do our due diligence on the person we went, we laid in bed with. Yeah. And then I want to do another book called 360. And 360 is I want to have like a circle on the cover and I want it to be, that means being complete, mm-hmm. you know, of life. And being complete is education, um, physical and being in shape, knowing your numbers of your health. So I'm going to call that 360 and hopefully God will and my last book will be a book called Paperwork. Because I always talk about this in my shows. Where I, the reason why I help so many people with my podcast and I do so many things for people on the street, like I uh, teamed up this team called The Game of Life. We give coats away. Um, we give it on the 17, 18 to Daniel Leathers. So you guys are listening. Call Daniel Leathers say, hey, you spoke to T.K. Kirkland. And you were giving away um, free coats. And you go on Instagram and put in Daniel Leathers, you'll see the quality of coats that these guys do. Like, I go there, um, um, what's the girl that they go with the Migos do? Cardi B, oh, yeah. major stars, major stars. Go, we do this. And I also do this thing with these guys called Low Bell. So next month, what we do is anybody in the tri-state area with $1,000 or less, well, guess what? We get them out of jail for the holidays. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so that's what we do. And right now, this show right here, the T.K. Kirk play. I don't know if you heard about the true guy, the gentleman I'm helping down in Atlanta who was sleeping in a porta potty. Oh, no. Yeah, listen to episode 94. Okay. That I had on the podcast. It was a, a, a great movie with this kid. I met him when I was in Atlanta at the store. And he stayed in the line, gave up blood for $20 just to come in this store to get a T-shirt. I paid for the T-shirt. We hit it off. I had got a team of guys to go down there and get them, put them in a hotel, um, get a haircut, manicure, pedicure. And his feet were so bad that when he did the pedicure, the whole back of his heel, dead skin came off. Wow. So we got coats and all this type of thing. It was just a great movement, you know. So these are the type of things I'm out here um, trying to do. So all this will be in that book of people who I touched, even from celebrities on Sandra Bullock, D.L. Hughley, um, Mike Epps, Godfrey, 
I have all of them in the book, and I'm going to call it my paperwork. And paperwork means so when I get to heaven, I don't want no problem with my paperwork because I did so many good deeds. I went to them like, Mr. Kirkland, we have your VIP suite waiting for you. Follow me this way. That's amazing. That's what I'm going to call my book, Paperwork. And it's like if you go, like anything, you're trying to get through something and through processing, they'll say, oh, we got to make sure your paperwork is straight. So I'm going to call the paperwork. So yeah. every year, if I could get to these 77, that's all I need. I need 20 more years. If I could do that, it would be cool, you know. So um, everything I do is to inspire people, is to make them better, let you know that life is really not perfect. You know, you don't have your ups and downs and relationships financially, but the goal is pop your collar, brush your shoulders off, and keep motherfucking striding. Another gem by T.K. Kirkland. (laughs) 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 To the fans around the world, from Compton, California, to New York City, to the streets of London, this is the T.K. Kirkland Show. And what's your name, fam? Casey. Casey, this is my man. Casey, what city? Um, Boston. Okay, Casey, and from Boston. You know I'm coming to Boston on the um, on the 16th of this month. Oh, shit. Uh, I did ask you. I was like, when are you coming to Boston? Yeah, I'm coming to Boston. So when we hang up, I'll give you the information. And um, to everybody, I can't, I don't know offhand because I'm, I'm, I'm sitting up here in my presidential suite acting like the Obamas right now. You know, but um, go on my Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland or my website, official TKKirkland.com, and you'll see the information for Boston. Also, um, the 16th, I will be in at the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Improv in Cincinnati, Ohio, then... um, to everybody, I'm Friday, November 16th, two shows, performing live with DJ Chubby Chubby Chubb out there in Boston at the all-new Oceanside. You know where that's at? Uh, no, but I know. I can find that. Yeah, it's the all-new Oceanside, um, 247 Tabot Avenue. Tabot? Tabot? Is it Tabot? T-A-L-B-O-T? Yep, yep, I know that is. I know that's true. Yeah, so that's where it is. So I'll leave you um, four tickets. Okay. Yeah, for the show. And on the 14th, ladies and gentlemen, I'm at the Cincinnati. Um, I think it's the Funny Bone for Improv in Cincinnati, Ohio. T.K. Kirkland, one night special. Then Columbus, Ohio, November. Tw- what's the day for Thanksgiving? The day for Thanksgiving, the 22nd uh, or 21st? I think it's the a- I think it's the 22nd. Yeah, so November 22nd, I'm at the world-famous Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio. I look forward to that show every year. And then Dayton, Ohio, that weekend. And then back to New York the first week of December. Then to London and Japan and Houston, Texas on December 15th. And Atlanta for New Year's Eve. So it's about to be a bomb year. My man, it was a pleasure to the fans around the world, I hope that uh, somewhere in this conversation you could take something with you and apply it to your life. That's what we do here every week on the T.K. Kirkland Show. 
My man, I wish you the best. I'll see you in a couple of weeks in Boston. Yep, thanks for everything, by the way. All right, and to the world, may your pain be champagne. You heard it first on the Cheesecake Purpose Show, and salute. Talk to you later. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.